T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sometimes it's good to talk about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Tuesday night, December 6th. A little bit after 9 o'clock on the fan. Keith McPherson checking right back in. Joining me is Julian Guillarte. My guy, he's self-made. Uh, him and I kind of came up around the same time in the last few years. Yankees Twitter, just covering the Yanks, going to games. Um, he also covers the Somerset Patriots. I mentioned uh, he's got his own podcast, his own thing called Out in the Field. And he also works with Grunt Talks MLB. It's at Julian Guillarte one on Twitter. He's got 16,000 followers. And he's out there right now in San Diego at the winter meetings. Julian, what's up, Jules? Steve, thank you so much for the great intro. I'm uh, really happy to be on, and it's been a crazy day. We've got a lot of things to discuss. I'm looking forward to it. So how was the trip out there? How was the flight out there? I'm sure the weather is nice. Let's start there. Well, it's not as warm as the normal is, but it's still better than being out in the east, obviously. I got here late Saturday night, so my time clock was a little messed up the last two days, but now I'm finally adjusted. It's just crazy the three-hour difference and everything. Good. I, I told people on Friday, like, the winter meetings start, but, like, Tuesday into Wednesday is when we really start cooking. So, obviously, there, mm-hmm. you know, there's the, the MLB draft lottery and then the Hall of Fame stuff. So, what were what, what the first couple of days uh, filled with for you? What did you do the first couple of days, Sunday and Monday? Well, Sunday, we kind of just settled in a little bit. Um, like you said, that's a, like a transitional day. Not too much happens. Uh, they have a contemporary ballot, so Fred McGriff got elected into the Hall of Fame. That was a good moment for him, and everyone's kind of just getting warm, like kind of just settling in. Um, not, no transactions that day, obviously. And then, I guess, you know, you had the DeGrom news going in, and, uh, I mean, we started getting news yesterday of signings and then into today, which, um, you know, everybody heard about Trey Turner and now Cody Bellinger. And uh, Justin Verlander news hit Monday. So what was the reaction around some of that? Uh, Monday was pretty crazy. I had a good feeling Verlander was going to get signed yesterday because that was the buzz. Um, People were saying the night before they thought he was the first guy to go potentially. Then Monday morning I was up here early setting up and I heard someone say he's going to sign today. And I put the tweet out, he's probably signing today. (laughs) A few hours later he signed in the match and uh it's, I'm curious how the reaction was out there, too. But it was pretty crazy, and that was a good way to get things started out here. Yeah, Jock Peterson, uh, Cody Bell, not Jock Peterson, Cody Bellinger, 
Uh, who else was signed? Andrew Heaney, Josh Bell. Some names have come off the board, but the big name hasn't come off the board. The Yankees also signed Tommy Canely today. That's cool and all, but the holdup is around Judge. So go ahead and tell the folks what it was like when John Heyman <laughs> oh, put God. that tweet out, which was incorrect, <laughs> which was jumping the gun. And, and in this culture that we're in, in Twitter, everybody's trying to be first, even if they're wrong. Uh, tell us what that was like when everyone around there saw the Heyman tweet and uh, the place started buzzing. Okay, well, it's actually really funny you mentioned that because I was live with Sandy when this happened on our OTF Twitter and everything out in the field. And um, we see the tweet come out from Heyman saying that he was going to go to the Giants. It was looking good. But then I cautioned her, and I was like, this kind of happened with Garrett Cole in 2019. He said that it looked like the Angels were getting Cole, and then the Yankees ended up getting him. So I was kind of like, all right. But then everyone was going crazy. In the lobby, it seems like they was gaining traction. Then people were having reports that they were saying he was going with the Giants in the lobby. A Giants reporter said that separate from Heyman, so I was getting pretty nervous. And you saw Michael Kay calling to the hot stove show or whatever and say that Judge was still in play for the Yankees. And I know Curry said they were, he was still on the board, too, like he's doing his show up here. So it was a crazy scene when that happened, but it's kind of seemed to settle down. But it feels like something's lurking still. Where, where's John Heyman? Is he in hiding? Is he uh, in his room by himself? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I've seen him so much, too. It's so funny. Like, I see him all the time, like, daily. But, like, um, he then breaks Cody Bellinger. That did turn out to be correct. So he got a small redemption token there. But um, I'll have to catch up with him later. I'll have to see what's going on with him. Yeah, now I'm glad you mentioned Garrett Cole, right? I mentioned that, too, with the Angels, right? We were thinking that the Angels were going to put up the money and we, I literally went to sleep the night Garrett Cole was signed thinking, ah, Hal's not going to go that many years or that much money. It is what it is. We're going to miss out on him. But that was not true. Uh, I think with Judge, a lot of Yankees fans are starting to pivot now, right? They're starting to pivot to, well, what do we do if Judge is leaving? And then there's also a line of thought that Judge used the Yankees to drive up the price on San Francisco. He's already one foot out the door. Everybody knows that there. Like that's why this rumor started. Uh, where where there's smoke, there's arson, and uh, arson judge is pretty much already uh, going that way. And the Yankees right now, in my opinion, right, I think the Yankees are trying to use their power. I think the Yankees have been very transparent about not talking to Judge, not having anything set up with Judge. Is Judge out there? That was a rumor, too, that Judge was going to show up at the winter meetings today. I'm still trying to figure that out. I saw someone post that he was coming soon recently. I think it was like a half hour ago. It, might, it technically should be around this time, maybe. I'll have to keep an eye out for that, obviously. I haven't seen him. I mean, I'm sure he'd be hitting almost and, like, going secretly or something. But, like, um, I'll definitely try to see what ends up happening with that. I'm curious to see because that was something that caught me off guard yesterday, too. They were saying that he had a meeting plan to come out here, and the Yankees had no idea he was coming, and there was, like, no negotiations more, but they've been talking in a certain sense. Like, that was a weird thing, too. Like, yeah. there was some strange vibes around it. Then you see we're interested in Brandon Nimmo all of a sudden. I said that was interesting timing, like, trying to say, oh, we could go get Nimmo or something. Because I spoke to Boris about Nimmo today, and he told me to ask Cash about that. I asked if it was sincere interest or just a backup plan for Judge. Yeah, so I saw you. You were front and center with Scott Boris. You were, like, right underneath him to the right. He's always got some quotables. He's trying to sell Carlos Correa. <laughs> yeah. and the rumors are him going to the Dodgers, even though we know there's some beef, some hatred there, similar to Yankees fans that uh, mm -hmm. have some beef with him. What are you thinking about the Carlos Correa market and, and Boris out there trying to sell his guys? 
I, that's, someone did bring that up, the Dodgers question, actually. That's a good talking point. And he said that they should be over and that they should just view him as a good player and all that. Um, Minnesota has met with Correa here, I'm pretty sure. I think maybe yesterday that happened. So it seems like the Cubs and uh, Twins are in the running for Correa right now. Maybe the Angels make a play. You know, the Padres have been sniffing around shortstop. They had a higher offer for Trey Turner, but he still went to Philly. So they're looking at Bogarts, too, maybe. Yeah, I think that was interesting today. We... We find out that Trey Turner signs 11 years, $300 million to go to Philly. That's where he wanted to go. That's where it was rumored right away, Philadelphia. And that means he leaves $42 million on the table. Hey, I mean, I said earlier, $300 million and $342 million. You can't spend that in your lifetime. If you're trying to spend that, you can't spend like $300 million is $300 million. It's about where yeah. you want to be. So I think that applies to Judge too, right? If Judge really wants to go home and be in San Francisco, he's now driven the price up to 360. Who knows where the Yankees are, but I don't know if you agree with this. I think now is the Yankees' time to strike. It's been mm -hmm. hours now. We're coming up on four hours now since the fake report or the incorrect report. I think the Yankees got to be trying to get in touch. If they're not already in touch, I think they are. But they got to be trying to get their offer up there. And I think it's like this, bro. Like, <laughs> if he did drive the price up and ultimately he wants to go, go. But I don't, I don't think that's true. I think he's already set up here with the Yankees, with this team in New York. But he just wants respect from the Yankees. He wants money. The Yankees got to put respect on his name. And I think now is the time that they swoop in. And if it goes through this whole night... Without any news, I think it's in the favor of the Yankees. But there's also a school of thought that the Yankees could step out of this. How are you feeling? What are you thinking? Seeing people in the, uh, seeing in people in the hotel there and being in conversation because I think this is odd that now four hours has gone by since this uh, false report and we haven't got any other update. Yeah. So I, here's what I think with that. I think the 360 is a perfect number. That's what I was saying for these past few days. I think if it goes any higher than that, I can respect the Yankees being out, honestly, because that's a lot of money to give. You could give nine for 360, 40 million a year. I think that's good enough, honestly. If he wants to stay, that's a good enough offer to keep him in New York, in my opinion. I feel like that number is realistic. But at the same time, numbers always go up. Like, it could be higher than that. Like, people have been floating around the idea of 10 for 400. Like, maybe it gets to that point. Um, it's like Garrett Cole, we thought it was going to be eight years, maybe like 260, 270. It ends up being like nine for 324. Yeah, but win. I do think the Yankees need to strike within the next day or two. Otherwise, I don't, I don't really know how it's going to go down. But I feel like tomorrow you might see something. I feel like today, I'm not sure. I don't think it's going to happen today. To win, you got to blow these guys away with the offer. That's how I, I think the Rangers got DeGrom. It's like, okay, you, you went above and beyond. Years and money signed uh, with, with Cole. It was like, okay, they, they topped the Angels offer. He wanted to be a Yankee, grew up a Yankee fan, signed, done. With Judge, I think it's got to be like, hey, decision-making time. Do you really want to go that go home that bad if the money is there? And I think the Yankees are putting the money there. Breaking news, which you're probably hearing or looking around, Jeff Passan just reported, this is for Mets fans, well, not for Mets fans, but a former Met, Taiwan Walker signs a deal with the Philadelphia Phillies for four years and $72 million. So as you're thinking about who's going to pitch for the Mets and be in their rotation, okay, they, they got AR, AARP, they got the senior citizens at the top. Taiwan Walker comes off the board. He's not coming back. Let's see what they do next. Um, what are you thinking about Carlos Rodon for the Mets or the Yankees? 
Okay, um, that's a very good topic. I wanted to get to Rob Dolan. And my good friend Patrick Dazzo actually asked for us about Taiwan Walker today. Um, and he said the market was very strong. He had a lot of teams. He had 29 years old. He felt he could still do a good deal. 4 for 72 is a little bit surprising for me, but this pitching market's really been high. Like, you're seeing that boy get 10 million bucks. You're seeing F1 get 13. Like, it's, it's out of control right now. But for Rodzone, the Yankees are very much in play. Forrest gave me a very interesting call on Rodzone. He said there's no shallow how and the Yankees are in the affinity pool. Like, he was going through all these different pools, like the shallow ends, like going through all these different analogies. Like, you know how Boris loves to talk. Yep. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, you know, Paulie just said this in my ear. He's like, Taiwan Walker's a three or four. He's a third or four starter getting $72 million for four years. Like, there is money being thrown around. I mean, the Phillies don't care. The Phillies, the Phillies got to a World Series and lost. They're going for it. The, the Astros won the World Series, and they go out and sign an MVP. They're going for it. Teams are going for it. You expect the New York Yankees, who were one of those Final Four teams, to start going for it, but they can't because they got to figure out whether they're putting $370 million into Judge or more. Yeah, so for Rodzone, I've heard that the Yankees could end up doing both, Rodzone and Judge. It seems like it, it's a realistic plan. It's tough to go get Rodzone right now if you don't know what's going on with Judge, though. And if you lose Judge, I feel like you have to get him. Like, that has to be the first thing you do. And then Nemo, I would do Rodzone and Nemo and get started with that. Maybe do an infielder and a shortstop, get creative with the trades or something. You've got you to gotta compensate somehow. So that's yeah. what my plan B would be. But I want Rodzone either way. And I think it could happen. Maybe Rodzone, maybe that's why he hasn't been signed yet. And I don't think he's going to be a Met because they've already invested $100 million in three pitchers. Like, how much more are they going to go? Yeah, I think I they're mean, looking crazy, at uh, Kodai Senga next. I saw the Mets are in on him. Okay, last thing uh, for you here. The, the, the San Francisco Giants go out and sign Mitch Hanniger, right? So they're making yeah. moves for their, their outfield. And Jeff Passan was sure to write that this doesn't take them out of the Aaron Judge sweepstakes. But you're seeing they're still making a move, right? They're still adding to the team. They probably are trying to show Judge, hey, we are adding talent. Uh, we want to win here. If you had to guess, is there a move that the Yankees make tonight if this Aaron Judge sweepstakes lingers into tomorrow, which I think there's a real possibility it does? I think so, too. I'm trying to think. It's tough. I mean, we got Tommy Canely back today. I think that's a nice little start. Obviously, that's not going to move the needle crazily, but I think it's a solid move that can go into the radar. Boone said he thinks he's fully back healthy, by the way. So that Yankee fans will like hearing that. Um, if there's a move to make, I want to say Rod Zone. I mean, the, I think maybe let, maybe you got to maybe bring Benny back or something. That's just one thing that's on my mind right now. I mean, Yoshida, the Japanese guy, has just been posted. So he's in the process of that happening. But I don't think you could sign him tonight. So if you were going to give me a move tonight, I guess it's Ben and Tenny. Unless they want to shock the world or go, go get Rod Zone before they sign Judge. Yeah, or they could shock the world and trade Josh Donaldson. That'd be lit. Uh, last or question trade for, for you. Brian Reynolds, maybe. <laughs> Brian Reynolds, yeah. <laughs> Brian Reynolds is another name out there. I saw the Rockies and someone else, but I, I mean, I, I think the Pirates are going to fleece whoever they make a trade with for him because he's got a couple mm -hmm. more years uh, of service time. All right, last question for you because you did just speak with Aaron Boone. What is the one nugget you want to share with us? What's the one line or answer or thing you got from Boone that you'd like to share with WFAN and the listeners? I would say that he really didn't want to talk about the world without Aaron Judge. It seemed very, he didn't want to like go through the scenarios of the Yankees not having Judge. I felt like that was very noteworthy. Like you could tell how much it means to him, and he just doesn't want to like think about the Yankees without him. So I, I really think they're going to do everything they can and still give like a very competitive offer. Hopefully, it's good enough, and we find out in the next day or two. Good. So the Yankees manager does not even want to speak 
to potentially losing Aaron Judge. The Yankees manager doesn't want to even acknowledge the fact that John Heyman put that out there and people are saying, oh, it's done. Because the Yankees are trying to retain their player. Jules, thanks for the time, bro. Keep working hard out there. I'm proud of you. And uh, enjoy the rest of the winter meetings and your time in San Diego. Thank you so much for having me on. We'll be in touch. I'll give you some info if I get anything. Uh, my line's always open for you, and I'm really thankful that you let me come on. Uh, I hope everyone enjoyed this little segment we did. Awesome. Julian Guillarte out in the field. Grunt Talks MLB. He's a young reporter coming up in the game, self-made. Like I said, he was grinding. I remember years ago he messaged me on LinkedIn for advice, and uh, I wasn't where I wanted to be yet, but I just told him, man, work. Put in the work. Put in the time. Keep going. Take every opportunity that you can get. And I'm proud to see that, you know, he's credential media now and he's out there at the winter meetings. I've never been to the winter meetings. My guy Mike texts me, hey, you coming out? He works for MLB uh, doing venture capitalist stuff. And I'm like, bro, I've never been to the winter meetings. I've been trying to go out for years. Just never figured it out. Never lined it up. And never really had like a main reason or purpose for going. One day I'll go. But it's fun. It's the most wonderful time. It's December and baseball is hot in the streets, man. People are talking about baseball. Keith McPherson on the fan. 877-337-6666. When we come back, I don't have any guests lined up. I want to talk to you. I promise I'll say less. Call me up, and let's get into the conversation around Aaron Judge, the San Francisco Giants, the New York Yankees, other potential free agent signings, what moves are to come for the Yankees if they do sign Judge, if they don't sign Judge. What are you thinking? How are you feeling at this point now? It is four hours since John Heyman fooled the world, deleted those tweets, and now we're just kind of in no man's land waiting for updates. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.